Nobody knows where we might end up. Nobody knows. I'm full. I'm drinking a spindrift. What is that? Sparkling water? Yes, it's so good. That's great. Thank you. An old uh, iced Americano that's like mostly water. It looks really dark though. Yeah, it was strong. You know when you drink a lot of coffee and you're like, I don't know. You're like, I'm starting to feel weird, but I'm going to keep going. 100%. Yeah, you just got power through. For some reason, when you said you were drinking an old Americano, my mind immediately like filled in the blank for you. And I thought you were going to say an old orange juice. Ew. (laughs) For some reason, you just like seem like the kind of person who's like, yeah, I'm just drinking an old orange juice. That's like probably one of the more insulting (laughs) things you could ever say to someone. And it's yeah. not wrong, but I would smell it first. I'm a big smell, and then you'll know if it's gone bad. Even if Me you- too. Yeah, I I think that following expiration dates is for the damn birds. Yeah. And my mom always told me, like, if you smell it, like, your body will react, like, and because your body doesn't <laughs> want you to like, bad shit. And, yeah, I really That's so that. true. The human body is such a beautiful instrument, you know? Speaking of the human body. <laughs> yes, speaking of the human body, but even before we get into that, I have to tell you something. Um we, I one time, okay, I had a friend over and I left chicken out on the stove. Like on the stove. Oh, okay, okay. Like I like I had made chicken, I left it out. I keep my apartment really cold. So like my apartment was at like what like 65, 66 degrees, right? It's cold, yeah. I went to sleep, I woke up and I was like, oh, I'll have a little chicken. And then I like fried it in a pan. And she was like, that's insane. Like that chicken's <laughs> old. And I was like, but my apartment's so cold. It's like a refrigerator. What's What do you think of that? I don't think that 65 constitutes refrigeration. I think that should be said first and foremost. A refrigerator's like 38 degrees. Um, <laughs> did you know when you went to bed that you, look, I'm no stranger to like a piece of food is out and it's been left out. And yeah, I'm going to eat some bites of it. Something about eating a bite of something old yeah. in the morning is good. It's good. <laughs> Especially when you're hungover. Totally. But did you leave the chicken out knowingly? Like you went to bed knowing there was chicken on the stove? Is that crazy I, if I say yes? Yeah, that's actually like deliriously Wait, fucked you've, up. You've never gone to sleep with like a little bit of like the meal you made the night before out? Um, Not unless I was like... I don't know. Like I'd have to be like incredibly distracted or something for that to happen. I really don't do that. Holy shit. Yeah. No, I definitely do that. And then in the morning I just like go and clean it up. Okay. Now I'm actually on the side of your friend. I think this is. I think you're always on that wildly, side. <laughs> wildly unhinged <laughs> behavior. Wow. I can't, I guess I'm just disgusting (laughs) I don't know I'm just like a big I'm not even that like anally clean of a person but I do believe deeply in like cleaning as you go while you cook and like your dinner should be like fully put away and the dishes washed before you're like done with dinner fuck yeah I mean that's like ideal I've probably done that like two or three times in my whole life (laughs) holy shit yeah 
I always, cause I always, I I'm like, I've made the food now I'm hungry. I want to sit down. I enjoy the food. And then like a few hours later, I like go and clean it up. Go and clean I know up. a lot of people do that though. Like they're like, enjoy your dinner. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I will, but I also think that like, I don't like let myself, unless I'm like fucking dead tired or something like that. Like I don't really let myself like go lay on the couch after dinner until I've like put my dishes away. Oh my God. <laughs> is that bad am i the am i the creep in this scenario no you're like maybe a little tightly wound but that's <laughs> not a creep <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that 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 i'm 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 messy that's for sure that's yeah. why that's why i'm like like meredith's really messy meredith is literally the sloppiest bitch on the planet in all aspects of her life <laughs> Yeah, you and Izzy are definitely like more the people that are like always cleaning the house. I feel like I think that that's nice of you to say about me, but I think you're actually doing the thing where you're giving Izzy credit for something that she's not fucking doing. Oh, she I'm just... doing the thing where I do that. <laughs> you're doing the thing. <laughs> I do of that like a lot? <laughs> of like it's a group project, and you're just like ascribing credit to this woman who has done jack shit except for drip molasses on the floor because she's making fucking molasses cookies that and nobody likes. <laughs> I, it's so like she always acts like she's doing us a favor when she cooks something, and then I'm like, you know, I actually didn't want this. No, she, and yeah, exactly. And Izzy's always saying like, well, because I cooked all of yeah. this, this uh, steamed okra, then I guess you guys are cleaning up tonight. And then she like kicks it up on the couch and it's like, yeah, I didn't enjoy this. Yeah. It's arcs. actually making me ill. Yeah. And I'm on, I'm trying to not eat gluten and it's like every other thing she gives me has gluten in it. I'm like, I've told you six times I'm not eating this this month. How is your gluten-free lifestyle going? It's hard. Yeah. Well, they don't have a lot of options at the cafeteria. So I have to bring my own lunch every day. I don't know if you've seen me. I wake up at like three in the morning to make my lunch. Yeah, I've heard. You really, really uh, toss the trundle bed asunder when you you hop out of that bed. Oh, am I doing that too loudly? I concur. It's, it's it. okay. No, it's not noisy. It's just that I think our trundle bed needs to be like secured better because every time either of us shifts, I feel like that whole bed is a rocking and a rolling. Yeah. And you turn a lot in your sleep. Did you know that? I do. I have restless leg syndrome. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I didn't realize that happened when you were sleeping too. Oh, um, just tip tapping it while you're, yeah, sleeping. I'm just tip tapping my little toesies. And then sometimes if I need to readjust, I find that the, the most comfortable way for me to do that is to, to engage my core and lift my whole body so that I am fully in the air. And then I do like a 180 spin and that's how I switch sides. So yeah, it makes a bit of a, it makes wow. a bit of a thud. That's, I understand that. I'm sorry if I'm keeping you up. No, no problem. I'm, I'm down there tossing and turning because of obviously my sleep terrors. So I, it's no problem for me. All right, great. I'm glad that you and I are really lucky that that we are compatible sleeping wise. I am down to grease up the the sort of springs a little. Yeah, the springs are rickety as hell. Yeah. Um, okay, well, three minutes later, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Christine Yang, please return our calls. I'm Dr. Anna Betzaler. I'm Dr. Stephanie Birch now. And um, we just we just watched the second episode of the second season of Grey's Anatomy. 
That is correct. Should we do a little synopsis? Yeah. Do you have one? Um, I can like make one up as I always do. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Basically, yeah. this episode is like a continuation of the last one where um, Burke is interim chief. So he and Derek are kind of at odds. Uh, there's two kind of big cases that we see this week. One is um, a family that was in this car accident and the dad needs I can't actually remember. What does he need? Like a kidney or something? Yeah, he needs something. He needs something. But, um, but, and the the kid is kind of a match for him to be a donor. Uh, but the kid really doesn't want to donate because the dad is actually abusive. They find out. Um, and so Alex Karev and Christina are on that case. And then the other big case is a man who comes in having eaten ten Judy doll heads. Yeah, that was exciting. That was very exciting for me. I remember, I mean, I'm saying it like it was so long ago, but when that case was kind of happening, I like kept like walking really slowly by all of the little like windows, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I wanted to be involved in the case. Did you did you get involved at all? Well, you know what? I actually was asked to leave the room because I kept taking the doll heads as Bailey was pulling them out and I was putting them in my pocket. No. Um, yes, because I knew that there was a lot of potential in these to get me some out of my, you know, severe debts that I have accrued. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. How's that going? You okay? Um, well, you know, <laughs> you know what? It was getting kind of, things were getting kind of dicey, but I did end up stealing the medical waste bag that Bailey threw away with all those doll heads in it. And I sold those on the black market for a profit. So I'm actually flush with cash right now. Oh my God. How much did you sell them for? A million dollars. A mi- Oh my God. You're swimming in it. Yeah. I had to actually uh, get them, get them appraised. I yes. hired two Judy doll appraisers. Um, to to help me make the sale on the black market. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You still got to be legit even when it's in a in the black market. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I've actually um I've actually invited them to be here today to kind of talk to us a bit about Judy dolls. Yeah. We we this is so exciting. We have two guests. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jim and and Daryl and. Uh, and we're going to talk to them. Should we talk to them now or should we talk should we talk to them later? They're just sitting there with their They're sitting there. They don't even have their mics plugged in. Yeah. Okay, you guys, plug in your mics. Can you guys please plug in? Just yeah. plug in. Yeah, headphones in. Headphones. Cans yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, Daryl? Uh, Daryl, do you need Just plug it in, Daryl. Just plug it in. Okay, Jim's in. Hey there, Jim. Hey there, Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Jim. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we what? just, we're so excited to have you guys on and, and, and learn more about Judy dolls. Pleasure to be here. We love spreading the good word that is Judy dolls. Exactly. Um, all right. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about, you know, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been in the Judy doll game? How'd you get into it? Well, Daryl and I have been business partners for the last 37 years. Uh, mm-hmm. Judy dolls are 
have been a big part of our lives. The Judy doll was actually launched in 1921, and it was there to represent a kind of woman, a unique kind of woman that we were not seeing in dolls previously. Dolls, you know, this kind of woman is one with a tiny little body and a big, fat, <laughs> big, fat head. Yep. Uh, the bigger the head, the better the doll. When the bigger the head, the better the doll. The bigger the head, the closer to God. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when oh, we, that's beautiful. Yeah. When we're doing our uh, uh, appraising, we always have to measure the head size because that's how you can tell whether or not it's a good okay. head. Oh, so is it to gauge whether they're like authentic or are there some Judy's that are better than others? Oh, there are some Judy's. Oh, some Judy's are significant. Yeah, and they're significantly better than others. I will say, I, I saw Judy. Her name was Judy, uh, Disco Judy. Her head was four centimeters. She was bad Judy. Wow. Okay. So, how much does something like that go for on the uh, black market? Well, as Dr. Stephanie stated, you can sell 10 Judy heads for a million dollars. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so- they are. There, I will say, like, you know, the materials themselves are not worth all that much. It is pretty much just a simple plastic material with some base lead-based paint applied to the top of that. Uh, but there is some sort of a nostalgia factor, I would say, that really ups the price of these girls. Okay, yeah, no, that 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 makes sense. I mean, uh, are are they still making Judy dolls, or is this? No, just- the Judy dolls were actually discontinued in two thousand and one because there was a huge scandal where we found out that Judy was actually a misogynist. No. Yes, unfortunately, Judy does very much reinforce negative stereotypes about women and is actually actively anti-women in power, the political power specifically. Wow. Okay. So did you guys like step away when you realized this? It sounds like you didn't care at all and kept selling them. Didn't care at all. Powered through. Never felt closer to a Judy doll, actually. Okay, and and I guess we're wondering a little bit about like your guys's relationship. What do you you look so similar? Are you related or? Well, Daryl, I don't know, Daryl, if you want to tell tell your side of the story, but Daryl yeah. and I are actually identical identical strangers. Oh yeah, yeah. This is quite a a doozy of a story here. Ding dong doozy. Ding dong doozy. You, so identical strangers. How did you guys meet? So, actually, we met at a, a little, uh, it, it's called a disco shop. Uh, okay. And it's just this little shop kind of down the street from uh, both of our houses. We happen to both be living in uh, rural Kansas. And uh, at this shop, you can buy disco balls. Mm. You can also buy string beans. And you can also buy uh, uh, a court countertop. Uh, now, I we- assume when you list... Disco balls, string beans, and quartz countertops. You're saying that amongst other things. It's not a store that just sells those three things, is it? It's just a store that sells those three things. Yep. But it's called a disco store? It's called, yeah, okay. Well, yep, 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 yep. It is, it is. Well, anywho, I was I was in there. Well, you I, have you ever been to a, have you ever been, let me stop you. Have you ever been to a disco that didn't have green beans and quartz a, a, abundant? 
No, you've got me there. I oh, have not. Yeah, I haven't either. No. Yeah, well, okay. So you basically, we both were reaching for the same disco ball. And I it was huge. It would say, I would say it was about 53 meters wide. Yep. Three meters. That is gigantic. Yeah, I can only fit in a, in a high school gymnasium. Wow. So are you guys big disco people or what was the, why, why the ball? We love to dance. I don't know. You can answer that, Daryl, if you want to. I just love to move my body. Yeah, I just like to move my body to a good beat. So we we basically were both reaching for the ball, and I saw his reflection in the ball, and I thought it was me, of course. Of course. And, of course. And so I looked over, though, because I also saw a, a little bird fly across the window, and then I saw him sitting there, and I thought, hey, you look just like me. Isn't that isn't that weird and then he said yeah well my daddy's from a a, well sperm bank and i said so is mine okay so maybe well if it's a are you sort of teeing up that you are related you're not identical strangers you actually are twins uh yep well yep we're teeing that up we're teeing that up honey you're good you're good let me tell you something you're y'all good you guys do a lot of guessing on this podcast or something yeah we do we do a bit of guessing i'm a bit of a guesser yeah she's an incredible guesser actually Um, now jim daryl let me ask you i know there are tons of varieties of judy's out there you know like um disco judy judge judy apple orchard judy what is your favorite judy well, it's no question about it for me. My favorite Judy is tennis playing Judy. She, Why tennis playing Judy? She plays tennis. She's got a great hairband. She's got hilarious sneakers. They're green. They are, they are so funny. So <laughs> dang funny. They are so big. And her legs are tiny. And her face is, her, her whole head is big too. But then when you see the sneakers, you can't help but grab your tummy and laugh till you hit the floor. I'm laughing just thinking about it. Yeah, that sounds hysterical. I didn't even know they made like a uh, a, sp- a specific sport one, but I guess that adds up because disco is a specific. Yeah, movie. they have surfer Judy. They have tons of different. Well, tell them, tell them your favorite. This is gonna get you guys in stitches. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite Judy is uh, is lost in space. <laughs> lost in space, oh, Judy. Yeah. She's she so is, good. She is absolutely out to sea she is lost as hell and it's written all over her face and guess what her oxygen tag it's running hella low and you can see the panic in her eyes a little bit it's pretty funny and if you if you push her little toe she actually says some stuff she says houston houston help me please and then if you push the the toe again judy goes just tell my son i loved him and it is so funny. It's so funny. We because her shoes are gigantic and her legs are tiny. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It's it's like you. It's sort of heartbreaking for a minute or two, and yeah. then you look at the shoe and you're like, okay, okay, very funny, very and you, funny. And if you take the helmet off of Lost in Space Judy, if you take the helmet off her head, it implodes. Yep. That's one of the best things. That's why it's so hard to find it on the market because, of course, the heads usually have exploded because it imploded. Excuse yeah, me. I can see. Because, excuse me, I'll be 
<laughs> excommunicated from the Judy uh, whole world. If anybody heard that, please edit that. You guys edit, right? You guys can edit out. Yeah, stuff. we can. Um, will you please edit that out i just have to i will not proceed until you tell me you can absolutely yeah we'll try to we'll try to edit that out. i'll make a note to edit, to edit okay because i said x i mean implode i can let me take it again sorry i haven't done a lot of these uh radio shows but let me take it again and then uh, you guys can have a good take okay do you need me to t- uh, cue you in or you got it please cue me in please cue me in i don't know where <laughs> where this started Okay, then you might have to take me off the podcast altogether because if there's one thing I don't want is people thinking I don't know my Judy dolls. That's so true. And the Judy doll community is very, very... They're particular and litigious. They will sue the heck out of you if you get implode and explode wrong. Really? Okay, well, well, tell us more about the community. I mean, do, is there meetups? Is there get-togethers? Uh, how do you how do you meet one another? Oh yeah, we're pretty active on the internet and also via newspaper postings. Uh, you, if you if you really read read uh, the what's it called misconnections kind of stuff on the newspaper, you can learn about all of our meetings. Uh, Daryl and I actually have a pretty busy social calendar. Uh, you know every every month we have a nationwide. <laughs> A nationwide Judy phone call. Yep, yep. We got about eighty to ninety thousand people on that call, and it's all on the phone. And it's pretty hard to distinguish who's talking. Yep, it's hard to also you can barely get a word in because everybody just kind of can say one word per meeting, and then we exactly. form a sentence at the end, basically. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like I don't know if you've ever taken like an improv class. It's sort of like right. an improv game. Yeah. Uh, so we have our monthly national phone call, right. and then we also have every Monday we have a local meetup where we. Uh, just tell a story about Judy dolls. We all bring our Judy dolls. We all look at them. And then our Judy dolls tell the stories through us. So that's pretty fun. That's uh, amazing. Let's use our imagination a bit. Wait, um, Tuesdays, we, uh, we meet with the pervert community. Oh, wow. I, yeah, uh, there's, a, there's certainly a pervert subsection of the Judy doll fan base. Uh, so Tuesdays, we talk about our perversions. Oh, and then Wednesdays, Mm-hmm. Wednesdays we actually have off most of the time so that's why we're here today yeah Wednesdays I take off in the morning I usually braid most of my Judy doll's hair and yeah. then I unbraid it so that it can have those wavy curls that are oh, hard to get those, those yeah. are really hard to get it's kind of a beach curl it's a wavy beach look or you can call it some people call it a messy bun got it got it they look great you're showing me your dolls right now they look fantastic yeah i love that you guys also do like a story every week i would love i don't know if it's too much to ask but if you could share a story with us sort of that you've created from your judy dolls that would be i think the the listeners would love that sure no problem um uh, tell me a Judy doll you want me to tell a story about. Look, I got them all lined up right here. You tell me and I'll tell you their story. Sure. Yeah. I love the smoothie one. It's smoothie Judy. I think oh yeah. Smoothie Judy. No problem. Let me get you. Let me, let me just get into the headspace of a smoothie Judy. 
Hello, my name is Smoothie Judy. I was born in 1947. I was one of seven children, all girls, and it was important to my mother that we all be married before we graduate the eighth grade. I unfortunately am finding myself still single at age 15, believe it or not. My mom said, Honey, if you're not going to be married, you got to find a job because no one's going to pay. I walked around town being the very precocious young woman that I am, and I knocked on every business establishment to find employment for me, a young, single, elderly, 15-year-old girl, until finally, finally, I walked into a bank of America, and they said, they did not have any jobs for me because they did not think that women handling money, but they would let me make the smoothies for the gang. So I actually took a job at Bank of America making smoothies for the tellers. And I can tell you every every smoothie, every smoothie means tells a story. So if you're a Kiwi girl, that means you like to have fun. If you uh, like a banana smoothie, it means that you are you're probably a Leo. You know, and if you like a berry smoothie, it means that actually, I think that if you like berry smoothies, you probably don't have much of an imagination, to be honest with you. Berry smoothies are basic as hell. Uh, <laughs> that's and that's that Judy doll story. <laughs> wow, that yeah, is she went on to work at that bank for for thirty years, and she uh she actually d- did not get to like get a retirement package or anything. Wow, that's uh. Devastating. I mean, I feel like that's because there isn't really smoothie making. That's like not a thing at a bank. So maybe she wasn't even on their payroll. Did they give no, her she money? She was certainly being paid. Uh, no, they mostly were paying her in compliments. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty tough to be a Judy doll. You rarely get paid for stuff. That's that's actually, unfortunately, a pretty classic story. What do you mean? Well. Lots of Judy dolls don't get paid for their work. <laughs> yeah. So like Lost in Space, Lost in Space Barbie is not an employee of NASA. No. Unfortunately, that is the truth. It is common, not- common misconception. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think a Judy doll, well, they're doing work, so they're gonna get paid. And nope, unfortunately, they do not. It is one of the hardest things to overcome in this industry, but but what about like business Judy? Business Judy, I see you have, and she's carrying a briefcase. Where is she going? What's in that briefcase? Okay, well, I could give you a little story about business Judy from my meeting. Uh, I talked about her just a week ago. So let me just get into the headspace. <clears throat> it takes a minute to drop into it. Yeah. No problem. Take your time. Take your time. I got I to gotta figure out the editing for... Uh... <laughs> My big mishap. <laughs> For your big mishap. All right. Here's our business duty. I like to get business done at a nine to five. I do a bit more of a voice thing than than Jim does. Daryl's really good at voices. <laughs> really good at voices. When we have more time, I'm going to do my Arnold Schwarzenegger for you guys because it's oh. good. Okay. Um, Okay, so she's like, I've been working. <laughs> you are good at voices. Yeah, she lived in London for a minute, so sometimes she slips into a British accent, mm. but she's like, I've been working for 
15 years at this plant. She works at a, um, a coal mine, but now it's a nuclear plant. Got it. And she, I got in my backpack, I mean, briefcase, a jelly sandwich for the boys. So she basically, I guess I could just give you the gist of it. Uh, but she, she basically just brings jelly sandwiches for the boys. Okay. And you guys don't find this to be like kind of offensive. <laughs> offensive? Offensive. I don't know. What What about that is offensive? They're they're doing American, they're doing good American women labor. Okay, it just seems like you're calling her business Judy, but she's just carrying a briefcase that she thinks is called a backpack. (laughs) Jelly sandwiches to give jelly sandwiches to the men. Yeah, that sounds, I mean... We're both doctors, so for us, it's like we would. What? <laughs> yeah, we're both doctors, so we would love to see a Judy doll that maybe I don't know has a a job that's you know stressful and hard and cool. Um, is there any Judy dolls that have a doll like a job like that? Well, there is Hospital Judy. Oh yeah, Hospital Judy's hilarious. <laughs> so freaking funny. <laughs> hospital Judy's wearing scrubs and, and also little little surgical booties over her shoes and they're t- huge and her legs. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're so huge. It's like they're small. They're like tiny gargantuan and they are hilarious every time she's running into the hospital she spits uh she slips on a little blood she slips on a little blood and the the reason why she's in the hospital actually is because she needs to pick up her husband (laughs) who is and he needs a jelly sandwich stat so she's (laughs) His blood sugar's getting low and he's starting to lose it. <laughs> so she rushes in, slips on blood, and the jelly sandwich falls on the ground. That's pretty much her main story. Okay, he, is he's... every duty doll carrying a jelly sandwich for a man? Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Eye opening. We thought we would have you guys on here and learn a little bit. And I thought learned. that in my mind that duty dolls were going to be you know emblematic of you know women in power like working women and but wow were we wrong yeah that was painful i think really painful (laughs) Uh, but thank you daryl and jim whose last names will go unknown for coming oh you're welcome you're welcome hey you know what you two look like judy dolls to me we'll take that as a compliment i guess well you know not all judy dolls are good okay what do you mean so as we said, some Judy dolls are ba- not good. <laughs> so we look like Judy dolls, but we look like the bad ones. Yeah, you look like a Judy doll whose feet to leg ratio is normal. Okay, that actually sounds kind of good. Yeah, I, I think that works for me. Thank you guys so much. Thank and, you so uh, much. For yeah, this is great. <laughs> <clears throat> all right you guys could just unplug and leave yeah just unplug daryl take Thank off you, the, please take unplug. off the cans daryl yeah jesus christ uh wow <laughs> that was i learned a lot actually yeah you know that that's the world you sold your judy dolls into right like yeah i know that <laughs> um 
And I guarantee that our medical waste Judy dolls are going to be appearing on pervert Tuesdays, but yeah, absolutely. you know what? If I, if it gives me my financial freedom, that's all that's, then it's all worth it in the end. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, is, is how, 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 okay. Uh, I'm just going to say it, but did you and Karev hook up again? <laughs> um, well, look, okay. I'm not hooking up with him in the traditional sense of the word. Um, I'm hooking up with him in the sense that I'm actually, and don't tell anyone, please don't tell, don't tell, please. Okay, Um, please, please. I won't. I'm actually teaching Karev how to read. Oh my God. (laughs) He doesn't know how to read. He doesn't know how to read. And he asked me to lie and pretend like we've been hooking up, but really I've been just teaching him how to read. Oh my God. That's so juicy. That's good. Wait. So what are you, what are you starting with children's books and just going Uh, from there? Have you ever read, um, like the the treehouse? What's it called? Magic treehouse. Mag- have you read the Magic Treehouse series? Every single one. He's on. He's on book two. Oh my! He has a lot of books to go. He has a lot of books to go, and and we're starting there. We're working our way completely through that oeuvre. Then we're going. We're gonna actually kind of go backwards a little bit and read some Junie B. Jones, and then we're gonna jump forward. And do some medical textbooks so it's oh it, it's going to be a bit of a journey but um we're making we're making we're not making huge progress but we're trying that's incredible you're a hero for doing that i mean i'm yeah. sure he really appreciates it i took i guess i just i took some sympathy you know i could tell especially like in this episode where we were hearing like him kind of like communicate with the kid whose dad was uh, you know horrible to him i kind of realized you know alex has some things going on so i'm like let me try to help this man learn how to read um even though he is a licensed medical professional and has been absolutely lying and scamming his way through med school and his uh internship what did you feel like a soft spot for him when you were when he was talking to that kid because i got the sense he's kind of gone through the same thing i yeah i definitely definitely am like seeing seeing the cracks yeah. You know, do I still think he's a scumbag? Sure. Yeah. But do I want to teach him how to read? Yes. For his benefit? Uh-huh. But for the benefit mostly also of our patients. It is really dangerous that he is practicing medicine. He does not know how to read. Yeah. No, that he's is comp- he's guessing what's on their charts. Oh my. That's why in this episode like he just she's like what do we do next and he just kept being like keep them overnight for observation. That was like his answer to everything. I was like um He's waiting out the clock. He's hoping yeah. the next doctor comes in the next morning and actually does the reading of the charts, you know? Yeah. Or he's maybe he's hoping he learns how to read overnight. Who knows? But he's certainly not prepared in the moment. He would think he can learn how to read overnight, but he's only on book two of the Bailey school. Uh, Bailey school. No, we're not even at Bailey school. Oh man. He's got a lot of work to do. Oh my God. Wait, what's the Bailey school? Bailey, Bailey school kids. Is that not a book? Oh, um, Hang on. not one that I've read. I thought you meant Bailey had started a school for kids. No, Bailey School Kids. That's right. It's the one with like that school where the teachers are all crazy and it's like um, vampires don't wear polka dots or like leprechauns don't teach basketball. Oh, this is like. You would uh, actually love this book series. You should. Okay, maybe I should check it out. Yeah, you should join our, our reading class. I would love to. 
actually. Great. And it's perfect for you because it's for people who are very slow readers. I am very slow. There you go. I feel like the words are dancing on the page. Um, did you have any other kind of thoughts about this episode or? I had one thought, which was the line that Derek kept saying, which was, I'm a sink with an open drain. Yeah. Like, get how that. Was he, how was he using it? He, he, at the end of the episode, he turns to Addison and he's like, I'm a sink with an open drain. And she's like, what? Because it was from a conversation he had had with Meredith. And it always bugs me when people do it's, that. Yeah. And they just, they're like, just saying a random thing they talked about with someone else with someone it's like this isn't no one that doesn't make any sense to anybody does Derek do that has he ever done that to you yeah he came up to me one time and he said I'm a paper towel with no spill to clean yeah I was like uh okay and the patients in room 102 one time Derek Dr. Shepard came up to me and he was like this was completely out of the blue I was um I was in the locker room and he just came up to me and he was like on second thought I actually uh, do want the turkey. And then he walked away and I was like, I don't know what that's about. I don't think that was to me. I think he's continuing a conversation he had with somebody else on possibly a whole other day. Maybe it was from Thanksgiving. I don't know. It might've been months old. I could have, oh my God. That's it's just, crazy. I find that like really, yeah, it's annoying. Cause it's like very narcissistic behavior to think that like, the world revolves around you and we know these these conversations you're right. having with people who are not us. We're just tracking it and on the edge of our seats waiting for whatever the heck he comes up with, you know? It's it's bananas. It's bananas. It's simply bananas. But maybe it works. I don't know. Maybe we should try and get in the episode by being like, uh, oh. I'll actually just have tap water. I don't know. Just yeah, just like come in with like a bunch of non sec with very dramatic non sequiturs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? We weren't in this week's episode. Let's try that next week, and maybe that'll get us some screen time. Yeah. What What's your most dramatic non sequitur? Just to I'm just so curious now. I'd probably say something like, "It was a knife." <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's really good. I'd probably say something like that. I'd probably say something like, I always knew the tea wasn't caffeinated. Oh, that's good. Cause it's like, I, you would think you're like, oh, there's levels to that. There's levels. Okay. To maybe I'll, I can make mine have levels. I'll be like, it was a knife in my heart again and again and again. Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's try out some non sequiturs um, and just like be, um really obnoxious about uh just inserting those into conversations with the people who are considered a quote main cast yeah <laughs> all right i think that sounds great um sorry about those sorry about those two guys th- yeah. that i had come in i didn't i apologize for that immensely um but we'll do better next week yeah all right great all right Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Nobody knows where we might end up. Nobody knows. Bom, bom,